I always believed it was the dog. Who told you it was the dog? We found it. There was candy wrappers. The bag was on the floor. Wrappers were all over the place. She was... And with that final admission, it is time to start the show. Welcome to Boozy Brunch, the one time uh, Stacy, you and I get to relax. After a week of shows, we look back in a private studio, unregulated by the Federal Communications Commission. Is that what the FCC stands for? Yes, nice job. And we cheers to it. And with go back our, over with our tumblers so that nothing spills on the console. Some of the favorite parts of the week. Uh, this was Halloween week, and we just opened the show listening to your mom finally realizing a truth that. Well, is it the truth? Is it? Okay, this was very fun for me to watch because <laughs> uh, you, for your whole adult life, thought that your dog was the most wily dog in the world when you were a kid because somehow every single year it would get into your Halloween candy. Right, but the thing is, it was. It was to the point, not only did the dog get into the candy, the dog got the candy no matter where we hit it and only like ate certain candies. So uh, so I think it was the second time you told me how impressive your dog was for finding the candy on the top <laughs> shelf of my brother's closet. <laughs> and then only eating the good ones was like, are you sure it perhaps wasn't your father? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, what? So we called your mother, who also had never thought about this possibility. Right. And well, and this happened. Who eats more Halloween candy on Halloween? The kids who get it fair and square by trick-or-treating, or their parents who eat it overnight and then lie to their kids' faces the next day about where it went? Or is there another culprit that you haven't even <laughs> thought of who eats all the good candy? We are, oh, we're talking to your mom again because uh-huh. you, you wanted to get to the bottom of something and find out if you've been lied to for the past, well, every year of your life. Yeah, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Along the same lines of you telling me that our dog, Allie, ran away to live in the park with her friends. <laughs> when she happened to not come back and you never saw her again. Right, because she ran away to live right. in the park nothing with else, her friends. Nothing else happened. Right. Okay. Um, do you remember telling my brother and me that the dog got into our candy? Yes. And that the dog would go through and pick out the good stuff and leave the wrappers? Yes. And we could never figure out how the dog got it that one year from above the refrigerator? And the other year from the top of Cameron's closet. Was it dad? No, it was really the dog. Okay. (laughs) I feel like he has you fooled, too. How'd the dog get the candy from on top of the refrigerator? I don't know. We could never figure it out. Were you with Dad? No. You think he did it? I just, it's the only (laughs) logical explanation. Well, Diane, we got to back up for a second because much like um, when Stacy... told her first grown-up friend that her dog ran away to live in the park, and they gave her a look that made her reconsider. By the way, I was over 30 when that happened. Thanks. Uh, I was like, yeah, my dog, my first dog, Allie, ran away to live in the park where she played with... Oh, my God! Similarly, <laughs> Stacy told me this story about her wily dog that kept on being able to get into things on the top of the refrigerator as if they had opposable thumbs and were over five foot six. I kind of looked at her like, um, are you sure? And that's, I think, the, where the house of cards came crashing down. But you are firmly standing by the fact that it was the dog. 
I I always believed it was the dog. Who told you it was the no, dog? We found it. I, we got up one morning and went in Cameron's bedroom, and I don't remember why, but there was candy wrappers. The bag was on the floor. Wrappers were all over the place. She would... You went through and picked out the good ones that never occurred to me if I <laughs> You couldn't even say it. You couldn't even make it through that sentence this time. But only the good ones. <laughs> this, is, this is something that we have believed since we were tiny children. And my mom believed until today. Until <laughs> today. Oh and I believed God. until like three days ago when Jonah gave me the look like, well, wasn't it? It had to be your dad. And I was like, what? Now, unfortunately, my dad's no longer with us, so we can never get to the bottom of it unless the dog confesses. Have you found them and in the, the park yet? The dog is- <laughs> no, but I'll bet if we took some Halloween candy there, we could we could lure them out. Probably. Yes, yes, yes. Halloween candy is good for luring, that's for sure. Good idea, Mom. We called you thinking, I was thinking you were in on it. So to hear that you were not in on it is hilarious. I, to that, me. that makes my entire day. Yeah. Well, this is, my dad's been gone for 17 years, so this was a long time ago. And you know what? What? I dreamt of your dad last night, and I don't think I have ever had a dream about him. Really? Yeah. And now you're calling today to out him after all these years. That's crazy. Spooky. That is crazy. It's a Halloween miracle. (laughs) 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 Now, the thing is that... We had three different dogs when I was a kid, not at the same time. There was Allie when I was really little. She's the one who ran away to live in the park with her friends. Right. 100% what happened. 100% what happened. And then um, we had the dog Crackers, and she got hit by a car. And then this dog was Cobber. My mom chose the name. We all didn't want to, but she... Cobber? Yeah. As in it cobbler, means pal. With- it means pal in Australia. She had just gotten back from Australia on a trip that she didn't take us on, and then insisted on naming the dog Cobber. Is so- that like the adult version of a kid always mentioning the year he spent abroad in España? Probably. It's they- Ibiza. It's a th sound. I don't know. It's hard to get out of my head ever since I went abroad for a few weeks. And- that reminds me. This total sidetrack of our friend Courtney, who spent a year in Spain mm-hmm. and dropped that so much that everyone else just started saying it for her. Oh, when you were in Spain? No, I was just telling you. Yeah, I was at the store yesterday. Oh, oh was it when in you Spain? were in Spain? Cool, Hold Courtney. on, so, okay, so you had multiple dogs. Are you saying that only one of them took the candy, or was this a clear I'm saying through line? That, that throughout my childhood, we had three different dogs, not at the same time. Right. Um, Alley, and only, Crackers, Cobber. Yes, only one of the dogs ate the candy. So if it was my dad, wouldn't the other dogs have eaten the candy too? Um, or do you think maybe he just got the idea? Maybe he only thought Allie was s- s- wily enough looking. Cobber. Oh, Cobber was I know. The you one. don't want to say it either. We hated that name. Oh, I'm sorry. So Allie ran away to, li- to live in the park, so she couldn't have stolen it. Right. Then comes Crackers. What color was Crackers? Crackers was dark brown and black. Interesting kind of crackers you guys eat. And then Cob- so Cobber was the stealer. Yeah. Well, speaking of candy, we actually have to talk to your mom about uh, several different Halloween candy-related items. The other one was uh, my growing self-consciousness 
for buying full-size candy bars because I came across an article that said what full-size candy bars say about the person buying them. And uh, it turned out that perhaps I wasn't doing uh, this purchase for completely altruistic reasons. Did you see that someone brought in their leftover candy and there are full-size candy bars in the kitchen? Hershey's and Hershey's Almond. I took an almond and I, put it in my desk drawer. I almost did. When I gave out, so we did not give out all the candy last night. And so before we put the rest in the bowl, just free-for-all on the porch, before we turn off the lights, I took out all the peanut M&Ms and all the Snickers bars. <laughs> like, these will stay ours. Mm, peanut uh, M&Ms. But since your mom is a psychologist, right. uh, I, I, we wanted to talk to her about uh, exactly the motivations behind the houses that give out full-size candy bars. And the motivations might be different than you think. I came across an article, and uh, the title of this article is What Handing Out Full-Size Candy Bars on Halloween Says About You According to Behavioral Economists. Now, <laughs> my mom is a social worker. I wanted to talk to a uh, someone with a, a psychology background on this because I thought I was um, paying it forward to small children and making their days by buying full-size <laughs> candy bars. I did that at Costco this past weekend over in Manchester. But this article says... Instead, perhaps I'm looking for what they're calling, quote, a halo effect. Halloween could be an opportunity for these full-size candy bar givers to tell their neighbors who they are. <laughs> well, I, I, I think there's several reasons why people might give out full-size candy bars. The nicest one, the loveliest reason, is your reason, that, you know, you're kind of paying it forward. And you know how excited kids will get when they get a real candy bar. One of the litmus tests can be how often they tell other people. And I would fail that because I remember the first year I did it, I told anyone who would listen that I was handing out full-size candy bars. No, with the microphone in front of his face and whoa, 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 whoa. this gigantic radio station. What? Oh, oh, there's that in front of what did I didn't Oh, did you hear me? <laughs> oh, didn't see you there. Hey, I'm Jonah. And when I go to Halloween, I go with full-size candy bars. Oh, I think if you're going to do something nice for somebody, then you're going to do something nice for somebody. So, you know, and what, whatever the backside of that is, unless it's because men are overcompensating. Look at my big one. <laughs> so the parents really want to be on the lookout for the ones who give out, like, not just mini, but bite size. Yeah, you're making me want to return those and buy, like, the mini Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> Did you see that guy dressed up who gave out the uh, the fun size? I'm down for some fun size. So your this new theory is a full size candy bar is the equivalent of a lifted truck, as far as uh, the stereotype yeah. of what those men are doing and why. Yes. The worst thing to say is you're handing out candy. Don't worry, it's regular sized. Guess what? This full size Snickers is the same size as. <laughs> Let's put that theory in the strong maybe file. Okay. Uh, throw that away forever, actually, if you could. <laughs> but this is really just more about, right, uh, Diane, since you have a psychology background, seeing if buying full-size candy bars is more for the person who bought the candy bars or really if it's for the kids who might uh, get extra happy on Halloween. I think that, honestly... You are doing it to see the joy on the kids' faces because you're imagining how great it was for you as a child to get a full-size candy bar. Yes. And in addition to that, I don't think anybody does something nice for people without feeling a little bit good about it themselves. I don't think there's anything wrong in that. Well, you feel good if no, you do good. Do yeah. yeah. And I hereby solemnly swear to limit my social media posts to maximum one and... <laughs> 
perhaps not even mention the size of the candy. Uh, back to Diane's point, uh, don't want to be overcompensating in public. Because if I just take a photo of that full-size candy, if you've seen the size of my hands, full-size candy bar looks like a fun-size candy bar in these palms. There you go. That's bragging in a different way. But also, if you angle the camera, then you can make the bar look bigger. Oh, yeah. I think if you take the picture of the candy from the base of the bar, (laughs) but underneath, showing upwards. Put the bar on end and get underneath it and take the picture looking up. My even, mom knows. Even your mom knows. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no unsolicited Snickers picks in my in my uh, direct. <laughs> no Snick picks in the DM box. Uh-huh. This has been a lovely journey, emotionally and uh, spiritually today. <laughs> Diane, thank you for being with us as always. Anytime I can help you, just call me. So now that we're on the other side of Halloween, mm-hmm. and I gave out those bars, I have several things to report. Okay. Uh, number one. Only one child noticed. What? So hold up. Only one child noticed that you were giving out full size candy? To the point where I almost wanted to announce it to let them know that they were getting a special treat. But then that was back to what your mom was saying. I don't, I don't want to do it for the reasons of them knowing that I'm doing something nice for them. I just want them to have the joy. Well, I don't do want you it to, though? I don't want it to be, hey, look at me, by the way, just so you know, you're getting bigger candy here. Be happy about it. Huh. Yet, the amount of kids that didn't notice made me want to, I didn't but made me want to start announcing it. And here's a full-size candy for you. And Are they just used to it by now? Does everybody do it? I don't know. because, Like, I never experienced a full-size candy bar. As we had gone over with your mom, the stats have been rising. I think mm-hmm. it's like 15% of houses. So that's a decent amount. That's more yeah. than one in 10. However, I thought it would be even more obvious because it was in a bowl that we had with other fun-size candy. Mm-hmm. Like, we had the Little Swedish Fish Maybe bags. you should have put it in a bowl that was too small for it. So I, it really showed how big those candies were. I almost wanted, I was like, do I need to buy king size now to stand out in this crowd? Oh what the hell? Oh my God, you don't need to do that. The only kid that noticed was an older kid too. So I don't know if it's like you have to have enough experience with the candy, like be on the block a few times just to even know that there's a difference. And they were even walking down the stairs. I didn't even hear it. Amanda heard it. And she goes, oh, did you hear that little girl? She goes, oh, look at this full size. Maybe to stand out, you need to give out erasers. Yeah, stand out as a house read egg. (laughs) Uh, But I am happy just in general that kids came because in St. Louis, it was about 30 degrees last night. Mm -hmm. It sure was hard to tell what most of the people were dressed up as because they showed up with the, yeah. (laughs) Oh, you're dressed as a coat. I'm dressed as a not flu getter, according to my mother, who's down there real, real nervous. That's a really good idea for next year, actually. Like if you have a group of kids, you can just have a coat rack in the middle of you and stand around the coat rack and you're a coat rack. But I will say the good thing is every child knew my costume, which I thought would be a very easy thing to say. But as we were discussing earlier, not as easy as one might think. I was a corn cob. You were a stock of corn. Thanks to you. So the costume included a green tights and then a giant wearable corn in the husk. So yeah. big yellow corn kernels in the middle and then green, green husk. husk on either side. You put your arms and your head through it. Photos on our Facebook page. Stacey the hood and Jonah. is really what makes it. Your little face poking out is fantastic. Now when I tell people, adults, that I'm a corn, they go, oh my gosh, yes you are. Wow, what a fun costume. But I was so surprised at how many adults didn't know what I was or guessed incorrectly. I had more than five adults, including one on Facebook last night, call me a banana. Not even ask, are you a banana? Just say, oh, you're a banana. 
Which just because maybe they think the green is banana leaves around you, and then an unpeel. I don't. I don't. Know. I mean, it's the only other Plus yellow. Your head is the wrong shape. Yellow long thing you sh- put in your mouth. Mm-hmm. H- however, that's where the differences start and the similarities end. And then uh, a condom. Someone thought I was. Uh, we even what had someone have at they work been doing. <laughs> My God. Well, it was the condom com- combined with the banana, like a sex ed condom, like a condom. You know how oh. like the teacher has like the plastic banana and they showed you how to roll the condom down? Uh-huh. Or no, I think you missed that class. You were too busy, busy being pregnant. <laughs> 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 but uh, even a knight, someone said, oh, I thought you were a knight because mm. of the way your head poked out. It looks like the chainmail hood that you put over your head. I go, oh, well, right, it looks that- like the thing that goes under your knight's Metal. The lining kind of thing. Yes, the lining. All those guesses when I was most obviously a corn. Every single child who showed up last night before I even opened the door. Look, he's corn. Hi, Mr. Corn. He's a corn. Bye, corn. Look at that corn. Without a pause, every single child. And what I brought up to you this morning was there must be something. I don't know what it is, but I feel like there is something that is different in kids' brains than adult brains mm-hmm. for them to automatically know what it is. It's an obvious corn, but right. is it, are they better at recognizing details? Have they not had enough life experience to realize it could be something else? Do adults think it's a trick? Because why would well, a grown six-foot-four, thirty, almost 32-year-old man, sorry, almost 33-year-old man would dress up as a corn stalk, so they're like, it's got to be something else? Well, I mean, what's the what's to say you're... Like, oh, well, a banana makes sense because you're almost 33, but corn doesn't. Like, I don't know because there's nothing that I can think of that makes sense except for kids are just, they're more honest, they're more open minded, they don't really stop and think about what they're going to say. They just blurt it out. But they were right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I didn't even notice until yesterday and I don't know if you did or not, that the corn, the yellow part, actually had embroidered squares to make it look yes. like kernels. I totally noticed, but I thought that they were weak. I almost they filled were, them in with Sharpie so yeah, that you could see. The embroidery, there's not enough thickness in the right. foam to make them three-dimensional kernels. Right. It, so I didn't notice the kernels until yesterday. Amanda didn't notice the kernels until I pointed them out to her last night. Really? Are kids just better at... Are they better at I spy? I wonder. I think they're more like scientists where they just, you know, they call the results without. They're so much smarter than we it. give them credit for. They are. A little, they, even the concepts that like young, like five year olds can understand things that blow my mind. Yeah. They're smart. They're little sponges. So more basic things like it's a fucking corn, dude. <laughs> I'm a corn. <laughs> Deborah on Facebook. You can see exactly how perfect the corn was compared to it being a banana. Uh, Stacy and Joan on Facebook, you spell Stacy with an E, and you spell out the word and. Did you dress up for Halloween last night? Yeah. Waiting for trick-or-treaters Did that never came? Did you not see my picture on Facebook? I saw Whatever. The, I, I was more focused on the Halloween tree in the background. <gasps> okay, it's cute, right? Tell me if you felt like this at all. Because I did before the kids started showing up. By the way, 10 visitors. That's There were multiple kids per visit, but we 10 times someone knocked on our door last night. I felt like that's a low number. We had way too much leftover candy. I had zero. You had zero. I spent the whole night, though, waiting for them to knock on the door in my costume. So I'm sitting on the couch yeah. eating dinner in a full cornstalk <laughs> costume. And Amanda goes, you just look... You look so lonely because it's not a Halloween party. You're empty on the couch. And I said, I feel like this is what a prom date would feel like getting stood up, like all dressed up, 
ready Nowhere for the festivities go. and then no knocks on the door. Was there any letdown for you in that manner as far as like the energy of Halloween being slowly let out like a pin in a balloon because no one shows up? Yeah, um, I actually kept getting up and checking just in case. <laughs> Peeking out the window. Is I didn't want to. Did I, I, I hear opened, a noise? I full on opened the door just in case, like, so they, if anyone was on the street, they'd see the mm-hmm. door open. There was no one even on the street. <sighs> Da-na-na. I know. You also are on the end of a, of a cul-de-sac. How's yeah. the street lighting where you are? There isn't any. So you were the sp- you were the so I thought house. my porch light would shine like a beacon. That's why you need to do outdoor Halloween decorations. It seems like you've only focused on the indoor. Yeah, it's cold outside. That's why hardly no one showed up. <laughs> the other side of trick or treating is when you bring all the bounty home, and uh, yes, we have discovered by talking to our coworkers that it's not just the kids that get to enjoy the candy. Uh, parents eat just as much of the Halloween candy as the kids do, and I thought they'd at least sneak it. They brazenly, in their kids' faces, reaching in while making eye contact, fistful of Halloween candy. My house, I'm eating it. So we tried to get some people to take a vow to end this monstrosities, and we couldn't find a single willing participant. I remember being so mad when my parents would take my Halloween candy, because we didn't get candy. So it was like, it was a big deal. And so then my mom would just be like, oh, I'll just take a Kit Kat. And I'm like, those are the best! Yeah. Oh, I'll just. You did not do the work. Why don't you take the dumb, dumb lollipop? <laughs> you namesake. Take the take the take the dots. Take this good and plenty. Who gives out good and plenty? My mom likes black licorice. So does my mom. <gasps> both insane. Yeah. So uh, Eric was one of the many people who we tried to convince to take the the high road. Mm-hmm. Follow the, the light. Oath. Not listen to the darkness of the Sith power (laughs) and well this is what happened happy halloween eric are you a father yes i am do you plan on eating your children's halloween candy this year yes i do (laughs) would you take the candy oath and do the opposite with us we have written an oath to keep children's halloween candy safe would you take it yes i will okay repeat after us eric are you ready i'm ready i eric I, Eric, swear to keep my thieving hands off my kids' Halloween candy. Swear to keep my thieving hands off my kids' Halloween candy. If I break this oath, I will change my ringtone to Baby Shark. (laughs) That I cannot do. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the incentive, Eric. Okay, if if you're not going to agree to that one, Stacey, do you you have another oath? I do. Maybe this one will work better. Um, I, Eric... I, Eric, solemnly promise to keep my grubby paws off of my innocent child's Halloween bounty. Solemnly swear to keep my grubby paws off my kid's Halloween candy. If I soil this promise, I will dress up like Jojo Siwa for the rest of rest of the year. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll try one more with you, Eric. Eric, you're the best. I, Eric. <laughs> Deeply and truly vow. Believe and truly vow. To keep my cootie filled talons off my angel's Halloween treats. (laughs) If I am a coward and break this promise, I will wear the candy wrappers as pasties to work the next day. No. No, I can't do that one either. (laughs) 
Well, our condolences to your child's Halloween basket because it looks like we're over on this one, Stacey. <laughs> hey, Eric, happy Halloween. You thief you. Yeah, have a good one. Now, last year, when it was a little bit warmer, Amanda and I camped out on our front porch to give out Halloween candy, and we did have a side cooler of beers to give parents. That's nice. This year, I thought I'd see more parents because it would feel more dangerous to be out on the Arctic tundra. Only kids showing up at our front porch, and all the ki- and the parents were like staying down on the sidewalk at a safe distance. I don't know to let their kids learn independence or something. Hmm. I have like two sets of stairs going up to my front door of the house, so they stayed far too down. Didn't get to give out any alcohol last night. What did you have ready to go? Did and you have hot chocolate with peppermint schnapps? No, it was cold beer, so maybe that wouldn't have been appreciated anyhow. I mean, I feel like beer is always appreciated. Well, that was the when we were at the uh, what was it? Game one of the. World NLCS. Series? No, when we went, when the Cardinals were still in it, we went to see the Cardinals oh, right. opening night against the Nationals. Yeah, yeah. We it was it was so cold. It that was the beginning of winter because it was like forty five. It was windy. so cold that we left because you were too cold. Because like oh, when you're we putting got this on me there, now. We were cold. We were cold, but I had my parka. You did have a parka, and I was cold. So that's why I was empathetic to you because. I was cold with a parka. So we immediately, because we're in a baseball stadium, want to get a beer. We got those friggin' 25-ounce... Yeah. uh, Treat yourself! Giant-ass beers that are the size of barbells. And right after we bought it and thought, wow, this is a a very cold drink to drink on such a cold night. Dude walks by with the best idea ever. Hot chocolate with alcohol in it. Yeah. Was it Bailey's or was it Schnapp? I think it was Bailey's. But then I heard a lady say, I'll get two. He comes over. That's $37.50. You go, no! Oh my God. It was like a $17 drink. Pass. Although what, the beer was $14 and a quarter. Seriously. I mean, it was ridiculous, but... It was it was worth it. I couldn't do it all the time. Amanda has perfected a wine hot chocolate that I think you should probably get in on next time. But you're making a face like you're not it interested. Sounds, that doesn't sound good to me. Red wine hot chocolate? Yeah. Chocolate wine, natural pairing. I know. I know. Ooh, some homemade I'm like cream a on purist top. when it comes to stuff like that. What does that mean? It means I don't like... Like, I don't even like um, hot chocolate with schnapps in it. I like hot chocolate by itself like with coffee i don't like any flavoring in it so you I just hot like chocolate coffee. and whiskey mm, i don't like it Woo-hoo, i don't it like mocha two times i don't like mochas do you mix food like will you eat multiple like if you're eating dinner will you put multiple things on your fork and eat it yeah so like that's fine but mixing is it liquid specific or is it coffee specific or is it alcohol specific um huh Ice cream float. How do, where, where? Oh, root beer float. Love root beer float. Okay, so ice cream and soda mixed together, you're good Heck with. Heck yes. Milkshakes, smoothies. What are you talking about? Putting alcohol in them or just do I like them? I'm just going down mixed th- mixed items. So like strawberry banana smoothie, I like. Okay. Um, milkshake, I don't really like. So yeah, so I one of my favorite uh, drinks I've ever had was a vanilla milkshake with Maker's Mark. No, I wouldn't like that. So what is it? Um, I think that like with mochas, it just makes it taste like bitter, sour chocolate, which I don't like. Huh. I like the taste of coffee. I like the taste of chocolate. I don't like them together. I don't like alcohol mixed with 
anything. I, I, I don't know what it is now that we're talking about Where it. Where are you on like Bailey's and stuff like that? I don't even like Bailey's. What about that Irish coffee that you bought for Joe last I time? I don't like it. That was strong. That I couldn't believe how strong or it was. Irish cream, that's what it was. Yeah, it was like real authentic Bailey's from Ireland. It was shipped over and I was like, oh, I'll get this for my babe. And because he likes Bailey's in his coffee and he didn't realize that it was alcoholic and he just poured a big old dollop into his coffee and then he was like oh my god there's liquor in this and i'm like yeah yeah we came over amanda and i to help you guys paint the inside of your house Uh uh-huh by the way which seems just like yesterday i know but i remember you may remember the picture of jonah's arm on my we did do it in uh, shorts and tank tops so like okay (laughs) this was definitely a while ago and that was the last time he was visiting and amanda started her morning off yeah with uh that creamer in the coffee she took a sip and goes oh it's going to be that kind of day. <laughs> Here we go. I will agree with you. Irish coffee, I do not like. Like whiskey yeah. in coffee. Mm-hmm. It's like, because you almost only get the Bernie taste of the liquor. Yes. Like the, yes. how air t- smells Bernie if you just like smell like a high alcohol content thing. Like honestly, um, it's been a while since this has happened. But when I would do a shot of tequila... Which I don't do anymore. I love tequila. I haven't had it in too long. Like, I think the salt and lime makes it worse. Huh. Like, I don't like it. I would just drink it straight. And it was, I preferred that. I just got like the... The salivating. I just got the tingling in the side of my jaws, Uh, yeah, after you talk about lime and salt. Yeah. I got drunk on tequila on the the radio. At what six in the morning a few yeah, years ago? Yeah, I remember the smell of that. We were doing a drunk driving awareness in December, and it was my turn uh, to be the science experiment. It was mm-hmm. all scientific. We had the police there with their breathalyzer right. under supervision, strict supervision. Tequila we were putting you through tests to show how like your motor skills are less functional. Uh, tequila sunrises before the sun rose. Yeah. That was so gross. Ooh, I'm getting nostalgic for it. I want it right now. Do you remember oh, so good. the first year we did it, we got in trouble from the big boss? We were back in California, yes, and we had a rather rigid uh, big boss who ran the whole yeah. s- cluster. Uh, was he a, tea- a teetotaler? Yes. So uh, did was it not run by him? Did he not know how, how serious we were going to take it as far as actually? I don't know because, I mean. We- did I drink that first year? Was that me? And then you yeah, because I got in super trouble. I got kicked. I was I was sent home early from the show when I stopped being able to speak my words eloquently. Yeah, which is a surprise. I haven't been kicked off today. Uh, and I actually like we expensed the alcohol because it was for work, and <laughs> they freaked out so much that I gave them twenty bucks, and I'm like, here you go. I'll take responsibility. Calm down. I could see that. I could see them being a little nervous about expensing alcohol. But other than that, right? We was everything was on the up and up. We had the freaking cops there. We had the cops there. Our immediate boss was on board with it. Our consultant was on board with it. We talked about it for like three weeks. I we, got so drunk. You got so drunk. <laughs> well, you ended up with like eight or nine drinks, like measured alcohol servings right. in two and a quarter hours, mm-hmm. which uh, at, at six in the morning also affects you a little bit differently. It does. Part of it is to show how even when you stop drinking, your blood alcohol level keeps climbing. Oh, yeah. By the time I got home, I needed uh, several attempts yeah. to get the key in the door. <laughs> Speaking- when I did it the next year, sorry, um, I remember that I left and my friend Lori drove me home because I can't drive. And I was like... 
oh, let's stop by Ross. And I bought like 35 bucks worth of candles and then went out to pancakes. Yeah. And then <laughs> it was I, the best day ever. So we alternated years. And then the next time you did it, which was in two years, you had started seeing your boyfriend at that point, Joe. Yeah. And you did the same thing because he texted me a photo of you passed out in the passenger seat in the parking lot in front of Ross where you <laughs> bought those candles again going, someone's going nigh nigh. <laughs> You uh you had had enough and I yeah. ooh I uh I ended those every one of those with the spins in bed eating way too much junk food because we would order pizza at nine in the morning. That's awesome. And it never ended well. So I'm gonna I think we gotta go, but we're gonna end with this. The day after Halloween, I actually had a horror movie experience. What happened? Like everything from a horror movie happened this morning except for getting murdered. So, I'm so glad you didn't get murdered. So I go outside. Number one, freezing. This morning, yeah. it was like 29, I think. When we were, so literally freezing. The first time I could see my breath. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is kind of a little bit creepy. A pitch dark. I can see my breath. I'm walking around. The light, my like motion light flashes on at an unexpected time. So I get scared by that. I'm like, oh, oh, that's, oh, okay. Then the light starts flickering mm-hmm. as I'm leaving. Like on and off, on and off. Like, okay, this is a. Then I hear is like someone in the app, like some noise I hadn't heard before. Like, oh, oh, what's that noise? And then I'm going towards my garage. Wait, did you trip over a log and fall? I get out my keys and just drop them. Oh, like, every God. time that someone drops a key, you're like, no, you don't drop a key when you're, I'm not even really scared. I like hit my own leg, drop the key mm. as I'm trying to put it into the garage. And then I start thinking, oh, this is all like the murder stuff. Like, maybe you avoided the axe swing by bending down. I did like feel, maybe it saved your life. I did feel an extra breeze when that <laughs> happened. So then I go and I'm, fu- I'm literally fumbling with my keys and it was because everything had came together where like my backpack was only on one arm. So I was off balance. I'm trying to hold my coffee in the other hand. So I'm Mm -hmm. trying to get the keys on the ground. They're like in some muck. So I'm like having trouble picking them up. I pick them up by the wrong keys, so I can't get it in the door. Oh my God. And the more it becomes classic horror, the more I'm like convinced that it's going to turn into that. So then I actually start trying to put this. Start sweating a little bit. (laughs) Uh, So the only thing that didn't happen was I wasn't naked and invested getting a noise huh but and other than that i guess i'm here to say that some of those horror I don't know tropes, what kind of horror movies you watch yeah it's hello anyone anyone in here and i was quote, just in the shower to quote pablo francisco i don't know what's going on but i'm gonna get naked and take a shower <laughs> hope this stops <laughs> and then you go in uh so I guess I should end this. How do you end bad stories? And then I found $10. And then I found $10. Oh, I don't know. I haven't heard that. I'm sorry to take up your time. Is Stacey. that how you, is that a thing about how you end bad stories? At least that was a trend. Yeah. When I was like in fifth, sixth grade, I started like you oh. tell a story and okay. then like you could see that no, that no one was following or really giving a shit and you'd end with, and then I found 20 bucks. So, oh really? No, but I felt like I needed to spice up the story because it wasn't really going anywhere. So it was a bad story and then you lie. I see. That's a good tactic. I'm sorry I didn't get murdered to complete my horror. I'm glad you didn't get murdered. <laughs> Only got a little haircut when I bent down that X one <laughs> over my ears. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Uh, we do this every week, but if you're listening to it, you know that how to find it, so we won't tell you about that part. But 1065thearch.com, click on Stacey and Jonah. More clips from the show uh, where we curse less because it's from our radio show that we mm-hmm. do every morning, 5 to 9, Monday through Friday on The Arch. Uh, 1065. Stacey. St. Louis. And Jonah on Facebook. S-T-A-C-E-Y. A-N-D-J-O-N-A-H. Also on Instagram. Yeah, we're getting that started. So be our 17th follower. Yeah, 
Yeah. Do we have that many even? We have 15. <laughs> be our 16th follower. <laughs> if we could get into the 20s, I sure would be happy. The one time I wished my parents were on social media just to give us a little bolster. Mine too. Diane, Susan, get on it. All right. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Are we... Again. Oh, we're going... I was. Are we seeing each other this weekend? Are you coming to, yeah. the, to the concert tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going to be there. And oh. then I have a remote on Sunday. Where are you going to be at? Zips Car Wash in Ellisville. Hey, if it's above freezing, the water's running. <laughs> All right. We just we just shoot ice cubes at your car. <laughs> hey, have a good 12 hours till I see you for Halloween tomorrow. Thank you. Are you dressing up? I think I'm going to. In the corn? I don't know what costume. It's such a hot costume. Like, it's a, right. very, a warm costume, but I do want to dress up. I do believe that everyone does dress up. This is like an annual tradition of the band. I'm going to look at photos from last year and see what the percentage is. Okay. If it's over 20% costume, I'll dress up. Okay, why don't you just do what you want? Because <laughs> uh, I'm a follower with social anxiety sometimes. That's why I'm contemplating wearing my cat uniform again. Because it's pajamas. But also, if you're going to be in a, pa- a sold-out concert in a, a fleece onesie... Oh, that's At least wear bad. clothes underneath it in case you need to strip down. Okay. Or we could be the three blind mice again. Let's do that. That's an easy costume. I'll see if we have the glasses. All right. Okay, cheers. sweet. Thanks. See ya. Bye.